Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Good to see you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. All the time. We are in agreement. Hallelujah. Amen. We started this last week uh, talking about spiritual warfare. We began this last week. We're going to continue it whenever. I wanted to do a little a little review before we go into today's message, just to you know, give you a little bit of background. Just gonna hit on a couple of things that we did last week and then let's go forward. Which in spiritual warfare, we said last week, one of the things we said is that we have an enemy and we identified the enemy. And the first thing we said was that people aren't our enemy. People are not our enemy. Our enemy is the is Satan. He is our enemy. We identified him last week. We identified how subtle he is, that he, he wants his presence. He wants us to not be aware of his presence. Um, and one of the things that we hope that we'll get from these teachings is, I'm, I'm saying this, is that we're wanting you to open your hearts so that you will receive these teachings going forward, to receive it. We hear things and we dismiss things. We don't want, the enemy wants us to hear this and dismiss it. Amen. We don't want that to happen. We're going to hear and we're going to receive this message. Yes. We're going to end this teaching. We're going to go behind the scenes to expose his tactics. Come on. We're going to do that because, again, he doesn't, whoever, people don't like being exposed when they're in the wrong. Okay, so we're going to expose we're going to expose his tactics. Go ahead, Ben. I'm, I want to look at we're going to look at two verses of scripture first, and then we're going to go right into the review. But I want to we want to get something right into your heart right now. Revelations chapter twelve. We're going to look at verses ten and eleven. Revelations chapter twelve, verses ten and eleven. It's important for us to know because we haven't we have an enemy. And here we're gonna be we're gonna see that he's called something else. But what's it? It says, and I heard a loud voice, this is John, I heard a loud voice in heaven, uh, saying in heaven, now is come salvation. Look at this, this is beautiful. Now has come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the, what's the next word? Accuser. The accuser of the brethren is cast down. Everybody say the devil's defeated. The devil's defeated. He's been driven out. He's been driven out. You know, the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. He does not, listen to me, he does not I want to show you why. He does, he's not able to accuse a believer anymore. Alright? He's an adversary. He's an accuser. Watch this. Next verse. For they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Remember what it says? Now has come salvation. And now has come strength. Why? Because the blood, the lamb took his blood into the Father. And our weakness, our sickness, our sin has been satisfied. Amen. The price has been paid. Watch this. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. The blood is the legal side of their redemption. Legally, it's done. Satan has, legally, Satan has no more authority over, over the, the believer. None, 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 none. Watch this. And by the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. And what we're going to be talking about today is the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Deception is the name of the game. Deception is the name of the game. That's why we're ignoring his, his we're identifying his tactics, his tactics. And we don't want to be ignorant of his devices. At all. Because his he simply wants to steal the word from us. Amen. He wants to steal the word from us. Period. Point blank. That's what stops him. Amen. The word of God. 
one of the main, one of the things we want you to remember and leave here with this is that the enemy wants to keep sinners, sinners. He wants to keep them out of the kingdom of God. He wants to keep believers once we're in the family of God. He wants to keep believers ignorant. Yes. Because if we don't know, he will he will take advantage. Amen. Scripture says he will. So that's just a little bit to review to bring us up to where we are. And I want, if you haven't listened to last week's message, please listen to last week's message. And we're gonna um, we're gonna go forward with today's with today's Amen. message. Glory we're gonna hit on some tactic, tactics that the enemy has, the enemy uses because we don't want to be ignorant. We want to know. The scriptures always tell us to know Him, to know, to know, to know. It's important that we know. Yeah. Today we're going to know something. You can ignore him if you will, but he's going to crack your skull. He's going to do you in. The subtitle of this is the wearing, is wearing out. Wearing out. I'm going to talk about what wearing out is. It's a reducing. A little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. He wants to reduce you a little this moment, a little bit more the next moment. A little this hour, a little more the next hour. A little this day, and a little more the next day. He wants to constantly begin to wear you down so that he can have his way in any and everything that has anything to do with you or your family. Anything, your finances, your health, anything. He wants to wear you completely down. Amen. And that passage has said, a little. He does it a little, little bit so you don't even see it coming. A little, little bit. Hey, think about it. Let's say, all right, so you're in a, you, somebody comes at you, they come right up in front of your face and they come right at you. You can deal with that. You can see it coming. You can deal with it. Let's get this thing solved right now. Right? But when they're doing a little bit over here, and a little bit here, and they're real sneaky and deceptive about it, you can't see it coming. Before you know before you know it, they have you knocked out before you even had a chance to do anything. Well, that's how the enemy works. This wearing out is not something that's easily perceived. Alright? It's constantly, nevertheless, it's constantly beginning to reduce us. It's, or it's constantly working against us. Constantly beginning to weaken us. And we don't even see it. And this wearing out is not something that, that most of us are conscious of. We're not conscious of it. But, the, but what's the end result? At the end, there's nothing left. You worn out. You worn out. Let me tell you something. You, how many times do you hear about believers just being worn out, or, or or about believers being completely worn out, or or you know they can't, you know they can't, they can't. Well, I'm just weak. I can't function. You know they they're just tired. They're, the enemy has all along gradually, <coughs> constantly been doing what? Wearing them out. Okay. It's not something that's easily perceived. Satan's working in the lives of believers is to is for them to, is for him to wear them out until they're worn completely out until they're and they're until they're his goal is to that I'm sorry his goal is to where the saint is completely and totally defeated. Let's look at Matthew chapter twenty four and verse twelve. Matthew twenty four twelve. We're going to look at two passages script. Uh, scripture. One's going to be 24, Matthew 24, 12, and then uh, we're, going to, well, we're going to look at verses 9 through 12. And then we see, and we see there, we see that we've never thought of wearing out in a spiritual sense. But yes, there's a wearing out in the spiritual sense. In a natural... Go to verse 9 first, brother. I'm sorry. In the natural, we see like if we were have like a car and something on that car is being, when it finally stops, we didn't see that whatever it was being used, wearing down. All of a sudden, it's gone. It's gone. So that happens. There's a physical, but there's a spiritual wearing out. Exactly. Let's look at this. Then shall they deliver you up 
to be afflicted and, and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And they shall, uh, and then shall many be offended. Listen to this. Let me show you the enemy works. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall do what? Deceive many. And shall deceive many. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall do what? My soul. They get worn out. You just get, you get comfortable. Out. The enemy is slowly, gradually working on you to wear you completely out. His walk is his walk. 
So we don't project, we don't just say things to him. It's his walk. We're trusting that God is speaking to him. We trust that God is leading him. We trust God. Amen. Amen. So some of us are saying some things that are probably foolish. And so when he addresses these things, we understand why. And he says, what shall, get, what shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job said with his lips. And Job was saying, well, we expect the good, but do we not get evil from God? And we know that we don't because God is a good God. That's right. So we know that we don't get evil from God, but Job's body is under attack. Mm. His body's under terrible attack right now. So another person whose body was under attack. Paul, let's look at, let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And we're gonna, I'm going to spend a little time here. And just verse 7 says, And I, unless, less meaning to prevent the possibility, I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations. Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. This isn't anything that God did. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. The messenger of Satan to buffet me to prevent the possibility that I should be exalted above measure. So the enemy's coming. He wants to stop this revelation. So he gives him a messenger. He sends a messenger to buffet him. And it, it, it's called thorn in the flesh. And a lot of people think that, Jesus, that God made him sick. But God didn't make him sick. I mean, uh, or no, no. It wasn't a physical sickness. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you. Because we, we take that and we say, okay, well, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. And a lot of people like to think that Paul was sick just so that they can say that, see, you know, they, they, they come against the teaching on healing. You know, Paul was sick. He was sick. He didn't die that way. But that's not the point. The point is this. Let's look at what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Excuse me. Uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, no, no. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And I'll give you a verse of scripture in just a second. I didn't write it down. You see, the enemy, even in the body of Christ, the enemy wants to keep us ignorant so we're not, we're not aware of what Satan's devices are. So he wants to keep us ignorant. Let's look at something. 2 Corinthians. I'm coming. Hang on. Give it to you in a minute, bro. Um, and he says, he says this. Verse, uh, I'm sorry. Wow. Verse 20. I'll start at verse 20. I'm going to keep reading, bro, as I go. Uh, 1120, 2 Corinthians 1120. And it says, When you suffer, if a man bring you into bondage, if a man devour you, if a man take you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on his face. He says, I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak. Howbeit, wheresoever in his bold, I speak foolishly. I am bold, I am bold also. Are they, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. I In labors, watch this now, in labors more abundantly, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. Listen to this. I want you to get this. In deaths more often, of the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes except one. Listen. Five times Paul was beaten with 39 stripes. 
five times. Thrice I was beaten with rods, and once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of water, in perils uh, of uh, robbers, perils uh, of countrymen, by countrymen, perils by heathen. He was getting it from every end, every aspect. The enemy was using men to stop him, to weaken him. Watch this now, let's keep going. In weariness and painfulness and watchings often in hunger and thirst and fastings often. In cold and in nakedness, besides those things are, are, are without. That which cometh upon me daily to care of all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended? I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory in the things which concern my infirmities. The God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. So here, these were his, watch this now, these were his thorn in the flesh. And he says, for though, we're, uh, we'll go back over to 7, uh, 12, 7. He says, and I less, and he said less, to drift the possibility I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, and the measure of Satan comes above it. The buffet means to blow, to beat me. The buffet means to beat me. It's a pounding. All right, to buffet me. I should, uh, to print the possibility, I should be above, uh, exalted above measure. Watch this now. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, three times, that it might depart from me. And look what he said. And he said unto me, this is the Lord's response. This is the Lord, Jesus. Lord Jesus. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in my weakness. Paul can get up and go. He said, now you're going to operate in my strength. Not in your strength. You suffered all of those things. He says, my, in other words, you look to me. Amen? Amen. My strength is made perfect in weakness. That's right. Hallelujah. 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 That's good. That's good. That is so so good. Oh, yeah. His strength is made perfect. Yeah. And yeah. it's so awesome. I mean, what happens is in deception, we're looking at people and it's not people. Yeah, exactly. You see, our eyes have to, our eyes must, they have to be open for us to perceive uh, that there's one scheming against us. He's constantly scheming against the children of God all the time. Who yes. is that? The adversary, Satan himself. Yes. He's constantly scheming against us. Yes. My, my, my. In other words, he'll have you look here while he's over here doing this to you. Yes. He'll have you focus on this. That's why our focus should always be on Jesus Christ. Amen. We should always have a, we should have, our vision should be, we should have tunnel vision. Amen? Amen. 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 And that's what he tries to do physically, physically, and attacking our body. That's what he tries to do. So that we can, we're trying to make us sick, trying to get us tired, just trying to wear us out. But look what we have. Mm -hmm. We have a promise for our health. That's right. We don't have to be sick anymore. So he loses that battle if we're aware of what he's trying to do to us. If we're not ignorant of his devices. When those attacks come against the body, we know it's not coming from God. So why do we receive it? Why do we take it? Why don't we stand up and say, you know, that Jesus paid on the cross. He paid from a, he took stripes on the cross. You see, this is the word of your testimony right here. What testimony are you giving? Oh, I'm so sick. Oh, I don't feel good. Oh. There's an intruder. He's operating against you illegally. This thing has already been settled. Remember we said, how do we overcome them? By the blood of the Lamb. That places us in, in the kingdom of God. That, that is a sign, sealed, delivered that we are the children of God. So what, now we have a, the word of our testimony. What was accomplished through his death, burial, and resurrection? These are the things we approach safe with. That's why he gave us armor. 
It's so that we would approach these things and we wouldn't be ignorant. Amen. Come on. And with that, he wants us tired. He, he wants you tired. He wants you so tired. He wants you to work 24 hours a day. He wants you to tell you you don't have enough money. You need to work more. You need to, you need to do this more. You need to do that. You need two or three jobs. Mm -hmm. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory and grace. You see, he's wearing you down. He wants to wear you down so you don't have time for him. So you don't have time for your family. Anything. Anything. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've done that. I experienced this. I'm here to tell you. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the heart. The heart. Glory be to God. Let's go to Psalms. We're going to Psalms 51. Then we're going to go to 119 verses 11 through 16. We're going to start in 5110. And you, we, we remember when we were first born again, how happy we were, the joy we felt. I mean, it was just amazing. We remember that. We remember the day we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. The joy, the happiness, the peace. I mean, it's like we were on cloud nine. We were just, I mean, this, the newness. Because we were a new creation. The newness. We felt new. But then something happened. Then something happened. Then began a, that wearing out. That wearing down. Constantly wearing down. There were days later that we became restless or we would feel unhappy. So that day and a few days after, there was nothing. We were in this new place and there was this new experience and we figured we would be there forever. We experienced that forever. Amen. And then, I guess you want to say, then life starts over again. Well, let's read this. Circumstances. Circumstances. Psalm 51. 51 10. Oh, 50. Little by little, the peace is lost, the joy that we felt, mm. you know, just little by little. It's as if we began to go back to our old self. Not that we did, but it's like as if we did. Psalms 51 10. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. When David said this. This was prophetic because God was going to do that. And he did that. And I'll be born again. The next one is 119 11 through 16. He did that. In our new birth we had that we had that clean heart and a new spirit. Was you know, we talked about that earlier. The heart is the heart is critical. The, the spiritual heart is critical because this is where God meets us. This is where our faith is. Faith in the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you're weak in heart, what's going to come out of your mouth? Mm. Certainly not going to be words not of faith. Word, right, not the word of God in faith. Glory be to God. Let's start at verse 11. Thy word I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. His word, his word, we hide in our heart. We speak his word. When things come against us, what comes out of us? His word. And in speaking his word, it keeps us in the place of our righteousness. It's his word that does that. And if we're ignorant of his word, if we don't know his word, we have nothing to stand with. Nothing. Remember what I said. Remember what that, I just said. Remember what it said over in Revelation 12. Uh, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. What is the word of their testimony? The word of God. What God said. What he's already established for us through his son Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory be to God. And the next verse reads, Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. Teach me your word. We want the word. Look. I should hold it. Look. Hold it this too. Look. We've got the word. We've got the word. Amen. Teach me. Teach me your word. We want to know the word. That's our weapon. Amen. And it never fails. It doesn't shoot blanks. That's our weapon. It's his word. Amen. The next verse. 
with my lips have I declared all thy judgments of me. With my lips I speak his word. This is this is a battle. We understand that. We understand we've won. But our weapon is the word of God. Nothing can stand against the word of God. If we trust it. Amen. Yeah, you know, it's so awesome because you remember when Jesus was being tempted, the devil. And then uh, and he was hungry, right? And so the devil tried to get to him while he was weak, but Jesus knew the word. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. And look what that said. By every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Boy, do we have weapons. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He says, my lips have I declared, with my lips have I declared the, the judgments of your mouth. Every word that proceeds out of your mouth, Father. <laughs> you don't get no better than that. You don't get no better than that. And I want us, those of us, I want us to listen to the words that come out of our mouth. Mm -hmm. Because the enemy's listening to the words that come out of our mouth. He's listening to the words that come out of our mouth. Out of our mouth. Now, if they're not faith words, mm -hmm. he's, he's grabbing them and he's going to try to bring that unbelief to pass. He wants to wear you down. He wants to wear you out. So don't listen to the words coming out of our mouths to make sure that they are the words of God. Amen. What's the next verse? I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies, his words again, as much as in riches. I rejoice in his words as much as I rejoice in things. More. That's good. I rejoice in his words. Let's keep going. I will meditate in thy precepts, and I have respect unto thy ways. I will meditate in your word. I have respect unto your word, to your ways. Let's just keep going and wrap this up, this section of it. I will delight myself in thy statutes of words again, and I will not forget. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. We live by the word of God. Let me tell you something. Yes. The enemy will keep you too busy to hear the word. The enemy will cause you to listen to the word on the fly. Well, I listen to the word. No, no. You're not focused. The enemy will cause you not to come to church. He'll give you any excuse to not to come to church. I'm here to tell you. I, I know I've done them all. I'm too tired to get up and go to church today because I worked all night last night or I got to do this, I got to do that. But it doesn't help your spiritual growth and he's constantly hitting you upside the back of your head and you don't even realize it. He's constantly weakening you. He told us, to, uh, Paul, over, over in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, Verse 10, he said, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How are you going to be strong if you're not focused on, on the word of God? If you're not focused, if, if you can't, he, he just looks for opportunity. If he, can, if he can keep you tired, if he can keep you weak, if he can, then he can work you over. Amen. Your spirit life. Before we go to that, one more thing, and this is, this is just to show you this is just to show you, this, our sister right here, mm -hmm. you drive an hour, it's more than an hour, an hour to get here. It's not her commitment to us, it's, it's her commitment to the Lord. Okay. It's, it's, it's that commitment she's made to him. And I know what your work, your week's been like because I've spoken to you. And she said it earlier today. She was like, her flesh didn't want to come. Her week has been very grueling, this week has been. And her, she, her flesh didn't want to drive that hour. But the spirit. Right. Who lost that battle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who lost that battle? He lost again. Right. Right. Who didn't give place to the devil? Amen. Right. But it was the spirit. Oh, I ain't got to go to church. To you can go to Facebook, right? All right. Make any, any excuse you want. You can go ahead and make it up, but you're only lying to yourself. Right. The reality is, if you're walking in faith, I want you to understand something. If, you are, if you're really walking by faith and you're not taking any steps, you ain't walking by faith. That's 
That's not walking by faith. If God tells me I'm healed and I don't put my foot on the ground and get out of the bed in the morning, I'm not walking by faith. Your spirit, listen, I'm going to talk about something. The next thing is he wants to wear out your spirit life. Listen, he can't do anything about it. If you're a born-again believer, you have a spirit life. What do you mean, Pastor? That means the real <coughs> your real life is in the realm of the spirit. Because if, if, if it was in the realm of the natural, then we our citizenship would be here. But we're ambassadors. Our life is in the realm of the spirit. You see, when he took out that old man and put the new man in, he put everything that the new man needed. In your spirit, man, is everything that's like God. In your spirit, man, is the life of God. He's given you the quality of life that he himself possesses. If he can wear, if the enemy can wear you out, then he can keep you from experiencing that walking in that spirit life. If he can wear you out. If he can keep you busy. If he can keep you tired, if he can keep you out there trying to hustle and make money to pay all your bills. Them fishermen was in that boat. That was their livelihood. He said, follow me. Is he your Jehovah Jireh? And he'll show you how to maneuver. And it ain't going to be working yourself in the ground so you can't put that to him. Because what happens? You're too tired, it affects your prayer life. Now you won't speak to him. You want to speak to him on the fly. You don't have time. You're too tired. I can't spend 30 minutes praying with him. I can't pray in the natural. I can't pray in the spirit. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. He comes, he comes to steal. That's how he steals from you. That's how he keeps you from walking in the victorious life. That you now have. That you now have. But no, Pastor, I don't have it yet. Don't say that. I want you to say this with me. Everyone, those of you watching or out by Facebook, or those of you that are in this room right now, I want you to declare, I have, I have the life and the, the nature of God. Satan has against us, we'll fall right into it. He'll weaken us. 
He'll weaken you. Number one, you don't take the time to find out. And, 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 and after, you know, I'm so sick and tired of that. Well, was you glorifying the devil? I don't know why glorifying the devil. He's a defeated foe. But if he's kicking your behind, you ought to know why and where and how he's coming. You ought to know how your enemy's coming at you. And you ought to know what you're supposed to do about it. Amen. 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 I mean, if he, was, if he wasn't coming at you, God would have never gave you Ephesians chapter 6, Amen. 10 through 18 to tell you that you have armor. What do you think he gave you armor for? Because you have an enemy. He hasn't been put away forever yet. That time's coming. But right now, he's still running around here. What did you say in the beginning? He wants to keep sinners sinners, and he wants to keep believers ignorant. Mm -hmm. Amen. We'd have to learn. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Think about this. He will annoy you. He will constantly, even sometimes, I'll tell you, sometimes as a pastor, there are things that come and they just, they can be very, very, very annoying. But you got to know where they come from. I can't talk about the people. It's not you. It's not the people in the church. Or it's not, you know, it's the enemy. He's looking for ways to annoy you. Look at Paul. All right, Paul, uh, he, was, he, was in, he was preaching in Macedonia. And here comes this woman. She had a spirit of divination. Right? In other words, she, she, she was involved in the old cultish stuff. And so she sees them coming. And here she is. She gets in behind them. She follows them. And she's crying out saying, These men are servants of the Most God. It's Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 18. These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim unto you the way of salvation. Now, what she was saying was true. It was true. Yes. Right. It was true. That's what they do. But she's following them. She keeps saying this and she keeps saying this. And this is getting on Paul's nerves. It's, I mean, Paul's like, and then Paul turned around and he realized what it was. He turns around and he calls the spirit out of that woman. He calls the spirit out of that woman just like that. Come out of her! And the spirit leaves. When are you going to stop the spirit in his tracks? When are you going to learn to start detesting the enemy? Why lay down with them? <laughs> so he can crack your skull. He means you absolutely no good. He comes to, Jesus told you from the beginning, he told her, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He didn't say he would stop because you got saved. He's going to get him a little busy. You have to be ignorant of his devices. We have to know. We have to know. We have to... We have to detest him. Paul loathed the devil. He loathed that evil spirit that was in that woman. He commanded that spirit right there, come out of her. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He didn't go up there and say, come out of her. No. He took his frustration out of that devil on the demon. He didn't blame the woman. You know why he didn't blame the woman? Because he knew who his enemy He knew that woman was not his enemy. But that spirit that was behind that woman. So he, he attacked the spirit. It's no different than what Jesus did. We talked about that last week. When Jesus told Peter. And, and you know, Jesus told him what was going to happen. And Peter, oh, no, no. He said, get thee hence, Satan. He didn't talk to Peter. He was talking to the spirit that was causing Peter to think that way. You know, Peter just thought he was just doing the right thing. He was going to pray. I'm not going to let now. Listen, boy, you're getting in. You, that's, say, that's not you trying to get in the way. That's the devil trying to get in the way, trying to stop the plan of salvation. Come on. Amen. Amen. To hate and to detest the enemy. Mm -hmm. And some of us don't. As believers, we don't. We don't. We don't detest him. We ignore him. We pretend he's not there. Yeah. And while you're pretending he's not there, he's beating your head in. Because we, we honestly pretend he's not there. And he's constantly deceiving us. And he's doing all these things to wear us down. I'm reminded, I think that there was an incident, a couple of incidents. The one I'm going to mention is, um, this is many, many years ago. Many, many years ago. And I was, our marriage was under attack. Then our marriage had been restored, restored our marriage. And pastor had left home. He was the pastor. Marlon had left home. 
<laughs> that was him. Was me. And so I'm lying in bed. I'm lying in bed, and he leaves the house, and I'm like, and and I feel this fear coming upon me. I feel this terrible fear, like it, it's, 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 it's getting a hold of me. And I'm lying there, and I said, No! Because I knew who it was. Come on. I recognized that fear. But this time, I, I attacked it. With everything in me. And it just came up out of me. It's not like I thought about it. It just came up. I was not going to go back. I wasn't going to let fear engulf me no more. Whatever it is, don't let it get a hold of you. Don't let it enslave you. Don't let it keep you bound. You see, one of the things that I, you know we have to be conscious of. Many of us lose our temper with men, with mankind. We get angry, we get so furious with them. But we refuse to lose our temper with the devil. Yeah. Immediately, I'll get mad at you when the enemy is uh, is behind it. Now, he's done his work because he's put division between you and I. We're angry at each other. He's laughing. But if we turn around and we recognize who the issue is, we stay in harmony and we stay in disharmony with him. Amen? Amen. We don't look at the human being that he's using because we'll put all our focus on that and he's still behind the scenes causing more division making a mess bigger than what it had to be because that's who he is. You just said it. Causing division. That's his goal. So if there's any division in our lives, we should know who's behind it. Amen. And it's not... He, you know, he's done such a good job to help us looking at each other. Go back to the garden. What did Adam do? He looked at Eve. He looked at her. But it went beyond her. That's right. And he's still doing the same thing today and right. it's still now, working today. Right now, when we, when we become annoyed with people, we can be thrown into a fit of temper. I mean, that's what he does. Not realizing that it's the enemy, that he's the one that's wearing him down. You see, day after day, Paul dealt with all these things. Day after day, the enemy was trying to wear Paul down until he was. He was so exasperated, finally he opened his mouth. Finally, Paul said, you know, enough of this. And when he said enough of this, he went over to that devil. And, I mean, he went to that spirit, and he just cast that thing out. He attacked that spirit. He said, I, he, he knew who it was. He comes to the realization. You don't hear anything else after that. That woman, they go, you know, I don't know if she got saved, what happened to it, but she got up, but that devil got up off of him. And that's the same thing with us. When are we going to take our stand? We overcome him by the blood of, our, of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. What Are you going to use your testimony or are you just going to say, hmm. What will be, will be. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, what will be, will be. Why don't you just go kiss him in the mouth? <laughs> really? Just go give him a big old kiss. Say, I'll be here tomorrow too. Come on back. <laughs> You see, your life is too valuable for that. God put his life in nature. He put his power, his ability. Do you know what the grace of God is? The grace of God is God's strength, God's capacity, God's ability right. on the inside of you. That's right. And you have, the, you have the blood of Jesus that already qualifies you to use the name of Jesus. See, some of us are trying to pour blood where we need to use the name of Jesus. Come on. The blood is sealed it. We're done deal. We use the name of Jesus. You see, Satan hates that name. Let me tell you something. When these things happen and when you stand face to face and you tell that devil, you give him the word, 
in the name of Jesus, it's like he's standing there facing the one who's already kicked his behind in the first place. The one who's already defeated him. Already defeated him. We'll be getting into that in, in, in depth in the coming weeks. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Now I got to get you to set your tongue right. Got to get you to set your tongue right. Got to get you, get you to thinking about the word of God and, and what he says. So I'm going to ask you to make a profession with me. I'm asking those of watching by Facebook today and everybody that's in here, yeah, go get Carolyn. Tell her to come here. I want everybody to make this profession. This is important. These are all based on scripture. You believe God's word? Yes. You take him at his word. Yes. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So why not use his word? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We're in such a great place. We're in the family of God. Man, I'll tell you what. I, ever since praise and worship been here today, I've been, I'm telling you, I'm just so blessed. I don't know about y'all. It started last night. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little story about about what happened to me last night. That's Zion. He's just practicing. He's going to be a preacher one day. Come here. I want y'all to hear this. So last night we had dinner. We had a really good dinner with some very sweet, loving believers who love Jesus with all of their heart. And we, we had that. We talked about the Lord last night. We had a really, really good time. Had a great time. So, you know, after, you know, after a while, we, I go get ready to go to bed. And I get in my bed, you know, laying over there next to that pretty woman. And uh, she's trying to catch me in this game. I've been trying to run. Anyway. <laughs> so I lay down, and, I'm, and I and I goes off to sleep. And when I go off to sleep, I have this vision, this or dream, whatever you want to call it. There were these demons. They were on under my feet. And then these things, they look so real. They look like little monsters. And I don't play monster games, so you can't say that. I don't even watch crazy stuff like that on TV. Nothing. I've never seen no critters like this. And they were trying to bite my feet. Listen, this is, this is powerful. They were trying to bite my feet. And they couldn't bite me. And I'm steady kicking them. And I'm kicking them pretty soon. I have... I, she wakes me up. She said, honey, you were holding my, you were holding me and you were kicking. She said, you were just kidding. And, you know, and then I said, and I told her, I said, these demons, they just came, they said, they were under my feet and they kept kicking them. They weren't hurting me. I was just getting mad at them. I said, get out of here. I'm stopping them. And she woke me up. I wasn't finished. Anyway, bottom line is, the bottom line is I woke up and, and, and then I went back to sleep and hit from the devil again. I don't know, this time I can't remember it, but it was evil. Mm. And I woke up again and I said, oh, now I had enough of this. I went over and got a, I turned, I went to YouTube and pulled up my pastor, the man, the man that sold me to my life, the word into my life. And I turned him on and I was listening to him and I went right back to sleep. I might have heard five words. I was gone. But guess what? I had the sweetest sleep. <laughs> This is this is experience in the life that we have in Christ Jesus. I can call on the name of Jesus. I just want to hear the word out. I, I had enough of you, devil. I already stepped on your head. Didn't you see that? And then and then I got the word that's feeding into my it's going into my heart. It's getting into it's saturating me with word. And I go to sleep when I rest in and I sleep in peace. Amen. Amen. We never lose. Jesus won the victory. We're overcomers. That's right. Why does he call us overcome? Because he's going to keep the enemy's going to constantly bring stuff, but we always overcome. Because he's a defeated foe. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now I want you all to say this with me. That's we ready to go. No, you're not. I can tell by y'all ready. Stay in another couple of I want you to make this profession with me. I want you to pay attention. Carefully, I want everybody in here. If you believe it, I want you to profess it. If you don't believe it, then just don't say anything. All right, Father. Father, I cast all my 
cares on you. I cast all my cares because on you. you care for me. Because you care for me. By your grace, by your grace, I will be sober. I will be sober. I will be vigilant, meaning watchful. I will be vigilant, watchful. Because, because the adversary walks about, the adversary walks about seeking to deceive me, seeking to deceive me, seeking to devour me, seeking to devour me. I stand fast, I stand fast in the faith, in the faith, knowing that the same things, knowing that the same things accomplished in my brethren. I declare this day. I declare this day that no advantage, that no advantage will be given, will be given or gained, or gained over me by Satan. Over me by Satan. I am not. I am not. I will not. I will not be ignorant. Be ignorant of his devices. Of his devices. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. today watching us by Facebook today and you never asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior. You've never come to the realization until today that you need a Savior. Today's your day. It's your appointed time. And if you'll just simply come to the realization that you can never please God in your own strength. That you're a sinner. But you don't have to remain a sinner. The scripture says that if we confess Jesus Christ, if we would confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we confess that He, that He, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, and if we would believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, that we would be saved. Amen. Yes, amen. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So if you would believe in your heart today, Lord, I thank you for the faith. You see, he gives, he, today he's giving you his faith. Amen, amen. To believe that you're a sinner and you need a Savior. That Jesus Christ came to live for you, to die for you, to pay your debt to sin. Because see, the wages of sin was death. But he came to pay your wage. He died for you. He paid that wage. And he shed his blood for you. If you'll accept that today, Jesus, I accept what you have done for me. I ask you to live in, to live in my heart, to live in my life. I accept what you've done for me. I thank you for what you've done for me. I receive you today in my heart as my Savior. Come live in me and dwell in me. If you can, if you'll make that prayer today... And thank the Father. Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you for the way of escape. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I receive Jesus. I thank you, Father. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior this very day. And I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you believe that and you prayed that today, guess what? You are in the family of God. The old man has passed away. And yeah, now you have a new life in Christ Jesus. And what you need now is a Bible-believing Bible teaching church that will teach you about Jesus Christ so that you would know then you would understand who you have become and who you become like and who's you, who you are, who you belong to and who wants to be the Lord of your life we welcome you into the family of God and all of heaven is rejoicing because you made that decision today Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Our Glory to God and believers, walk in who you are. Amen. Amen. It's a little information about our church. You can join us on Wednesday nights for an interactive Bible study. It's a conference called Bible Study. We last one hour. Very rarely do we go over an hour. Sometimes we do, but not much. You can dial in at 617-691-8902. We'd love to have you. If you don't have a Wednesday night Bible study, you're more than welcome to join us. Okay? 
And you can also find on Spotify our messages, today's message, and additional messages you get on, on Spotify. You can, you can visit our website at wordliveministries.net. And also we have our podcast set up there. You can see, you can uh, view our website and uh, you can find out more information about uh, our church, what we believe, and so on. And we, we sincerely thank all of you. There are some of you that, that are in other, other states and you sow into our ministry and we thank you for that. And if you like to, if you're not sowing into the ministry and you like to, it's Word of Life Ministries, 7643 Hull Street Road, right in good old Richmond, Virginia, Suite 200. And you can, we can do cash app at Word, at dollar sign Word 11, uh, Word Live, that's, never mind. Word Live 7, all right? Or you can simply use the mailing address. Amen? Amen. And thank God for you. And we invite you to join us again next Sunday at 11 uh, at 11.45. May God bless you and you walk and who you are in Jesus' name.